Welcome to Your Business Matters, the weekly show dedicated to small businesses and the entrepreneurs who take the risks to make them successful. Your Business Matters is a proud member of the Small Business News Network and is hosted by certified turnaround professional, entrepreneur, and business advisor, Mark Hagar. Mark's co-host this week is business owner, David Heltzel. Thank you for joining us as we discuss the issues that matter most to your business. Now here's Mark and David. Good morning and welcome to Your Business Matters. I'm your host, Mark Hager. My co-host this week is David Heltzel. Good morning, David. Good morning, Mark. Glad to have you again. Thank you for having me. And our special guest today, on the heels of an election, our guest is Tom Harris, County Councilman here in Allen County. Very good, Mark. Good morning. Good, good to morning. see you. Good morning. Tom, of course, does a lot of other things. We're going to talk about that as well professionally, but uh, we thought given this historic election that we had, we might start off by talking about some of the things that happened here. Uh, in Allen County and, of course, across the country with the election. So uh, I think we start out with, uh, were we surprised by this? <laughs> on, a, on a local basis, no, absolutely not. On a right. national basis, uh, yeah, I th- I, I, I'm surprised uh, and, and pleasantly surprised. Right. Um, um, I had a little bit of a feeling that it was headed for a Reagan, uh, kind of a Reagan turnout that everybody was surprised with the Reagan election a little bit. And and some of the signs pointed that we might be headed that same direction. But uh, I was hopeful, but just wasn't 100% that that was going to happen. Right. So, I think a lot of people fell more on the hope side of that than the confidence, right? Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. uh, kind of an interesting but the, From a statewide perspective, it was exciting because we knew that the uh, the Republicans were coming out for, for Pence and, and um, also for Trump. And if they would come out, then we would carry the rest of the uh, the slate and the rest of the ticket. And it, right. it appeared to and do that. We, yeah. we did that in spades, right? Yeah. And yeah. So um, I think um, Todd Young, that was kind of considered a toss-up with yep. Evan Bayh, and he ended up winning by 10 points or more, right? So exactly. Kind of yeah. substantial victory there. So yep. yeah, very interesting. Which, which became uh, crucial uh, depending on how the, the – presidency turned out because we needed to retain that seat so and we did that so that was huge right and of course tom speaking of we from the republican side there are those who disagree (laughs) with some of what you might be saying but that will happen but uh certainly from the republican perspective it was a very good good election overall um if we cook this back down to the local level though there's a little bit of controversy associated with the county council race yes right Yep. Um, Yep. yeah i lost a good friend uh, roy buskirk uh, last friday and it was um Roy was uh, uh, dealing with some uh, health issues. Well, we knew that um, it uh, uh, his health uh, deteriorated in the last uh, few weeks much quicker than he had anticipated, and much quicker yeah. than anybody had anticipated. He, he was still so, serving right up yeah. until yeah, right? he was. Uh, so, and it was. Um, you know, it's just so sad because I was just having meetings with him uh, less than thirty days ago. We were talking yeah. about issues and and. Uh, um, good Lord uh, decided to bring him home, I think. So. Right. Yeah. And, of course, that was last Friday prior to the election. Sure. And yep. uh, uh, Roy Buskirk, being Roy Buskirk, yes. once again won an election yes. in spite of, of having left soundly. this earth. Soundly. Soundly uh, won an election. <laughs> and so it's kind of put us in a little bit of a space here where um, – we certainly are without representation at the moment, but there's also some question about the status of his uh, of that position going forward. Now. Sure. So, yeah. So, what is the process to fill his spot now that he has been elected? 
Well, uh, generally, we would uh, turn to the the uh, chairman to have the have a caucus, and and basically the precinct committee men come together to fill that. Now, I think the challenge is because of the the timing of his death uh, prior to the election. Um, the Democratic Party is questioning the, the timing of that in terms of what they're supposed to do and what the election board should do under state statute and such. So that piece is uh, questionable. And from the Democratic side, uh, from the Republican side, I think um, Chairman Steve Shine is saying that you know he was limited in terms of what even the election board could do because mm -hmm. of the passing of uh, Roy on Friday evening, fr late Friday afternoon. Election board met on Monday. Uh, if they were to pull his name from the election, uh, all of the ballots have his name. There sure, is literally right. nothing that could be done, number right. one. And then number two, the absentee ballot process, there were, I had heard, uh, over 30,000 people had voted prior right. to the election. Absentee day. and early voting. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So thank people you. Yeah, the early opportunity voting as well. to vote for Roy. Yep. Uh, and so what happens to those votes? Sure. If we if we try to remove his name, right? So, so from a Republican standpoint, the thought is that that uh, he's on the ballot. He was elected in, in soundly, I say, because I think he received over sixty thousand votes, and the, the closest um, Democratic uh, opponent uh, was only at thirty thousand votes, uh, thirty some thousand, I believe right. it was. So, um, uh, wide difference there, and and I think um, uh, Steve Shine um, pointing out that unquestionably the voters in this area asked to have Roy Buskirk and the Republican uh, candidates elected in this election. So, But isn't but there some process in place? Well, to go back to your question about the yeah. process, so, so you, you have a, uh, a seat that has been vacated by his passing, which doesn't, you know, his term wouldn't mm -hmm. expire until January. So through caucus oh, that's of, true, of the precinct committeemen and, and vice committeemen, they would choose a replacement for that and then a second caucus it theoretically would yes. be held to take his place in january assuming they certify his victory the the election board has to certify that victory and which they uh, in which case they would have a second caucus then to replace that now given the timing and so close to the end of the year i don't know yeah. uh what the chairman is thinking about on the on the first caucus even correct right so that, yes. that may not happen i don't know how right. many meetings county council even has scheduled between now and the end of the year just two yeah, yeah just two so, one, one in november and one in december yeah right. so um the ability for the party to organize a caucus right that's not something that happens overnight either so right. you start to kind of question whether or not they'll go through that process or not for the mm -hmm. uh, for the short term so I, th I think some of that, what happens at this stage, I think they're trying to figure out if, if um, first of all, if the election board's going to rule anything differently or do anything differently. And if they rule that Roy has won that seat, that then hands it to the Republican chairman to decide what's going to happen. If the election board would decide something different uh, based on some of the challenges that are happening on the other side, then we'd have to move accordingly at that point. Right. Right. So... Um, so a bit of intrigue uh, yeah. in a yeah. year full of intrigue on yes. a number of levels. Um, there's no reason, you know, the, the Cubs game seven went into overtime. No reason this election shouldn't go into overtime as well. Uh, yeah. So it's been an interesting year on yeah. a lot of levels. Yeah. Uh, so And it was mixed uh, mixed emotions on uh, for us and that, uh, of course, the Cubs won. We were excited about that. And then, and then the election moving in the right direction. But to lose Roy... 
Well, of course. Uh, at this time, and it's just been kind of a roller coaster yeah. of emotions. And then uh, to wake up even this morning and to hear that uh, folks around the country and the large uh, cities are having difficulties with this and not handling it, uh, I guess, a way that we traditionally deal with uh, some of the changes. Right. We, of course, have a, shocking, we have a long history of peaceful transition of power in the United yeah. States. It's, yeah. it's one of our points of pride. Uh, and that's being a little shaken up a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. This, this time and that's a very unfortunate so yeah. but uh, you know we look to uh, our new administration and our current administration maybe to help quell some of that unrest yeah so. yeah well this makes for a, a perfect time for us to take a break uh because we're going to shift gears um i can't say we're not going to talk about politics at all <laughs> but we're not going to talk about <laughs> politics exclusively for the rest of the show uh because tom uh a business owner small business guy yourself, uh, and also get involved in a lot of other people's businesses Absolutely. as a result of your business. And we want to talk about that and want to hear more about that. So we're going to take a quick right. break. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Your Business Matters here on WHNH 101.3 FM and available on iTunes. We'll be back in a minute. Hmm. Welcome back to Your Business Matters here on WHNH 101.3 FM and available on iTunes. I'm your host, Mark Hager. My co-host today, David Heltzel. Good morning, David. Good morning, Mark. Right. And our guest today is Tom Harris. And we're going to shift gears, as I promised before the break, that uh, Tom is, of course, county councilman here in Allen County, but we're not going to talk about that anymore because Tom <laughs> is also a business owner, right? Absolutely, yeah. In fact, uh, own the um, Action Coach uh, business uh, coaching uh, franchise uh, here in Indiana and uh, have um, owned that for two years and prior to that and yes. along with that, Harris Human Resources Group. Yeah, give us a little bit of your background and how you sure, how yeah, your 20, career evolved. Sure, yeah, 20, over 25 years in human resources working for uh, both local and um, uh, national organizations and Fortune 500 companies and such. And um, and in that process have been able to work with uh, owners of small business, owners of um, uh, medium-sized businesses, executives, um senior executives and directors and such in business, helping them through uh, both personally and professionally grow in their business, grow um, the businesses and different entities that they were responsible for. So I've been doing uh, those kind of things for a number of years and uh, decided to start my own human resources group. And um, I work with uh, business owners to help them with their HR needs and everything from uh, recruitment, selection, hiring and such, uh, any aspects of HR we help. But along with that, I, I decided to uh, kind of broaden that a little bit and looked into just helping uh, business owners and uh, had an opportunity to join Action Coach. So. I see. Okay. And of course, human resources, no one goes into business because they're good at human resources, right? except, <laughs> except maybe you. But most of us, that's not what we do, right? Uh, right. And, and most, none of us go into business because we're great at accounting or you know the other services that we really need to seek help in and I think it's always interesting because so many business owners know they need to hire an accountant because that's not one of their strength points and so many and every, we all know we you know we have to get a lawyer to help us with our contract work sure but when it comes to HR a lot of us just kind of wing it yeah you know I yeah. can I can have people fill out an application and I can interview somebody and if I have to fire somebody I guess I can do that but um, there's a lot more to HR than that right yeah so, yeah. so I went to a large public college and then I received an MBA. You can say it. <laughs> so I attended Indiana University. I didn't say it with pride. Majored in accounting. And then I attended an MBA through Indiana Westland. Oh, very good. And there were no HR classes. Mm, wow. 
No, That's interesting. I didn't no, realize that. No payroll classes. Wow. I mean, in accounting, we talked about payroll taxes. We didn't talk about the computation and all the logistics. You actually have to major in HR to get that kind of information. That's interesting. Uh, uh, so when the people, MBA program I went through, HR was an integral part, actually. They talked mm. about it quite a lot. but We did not. That's and, interesting. And so my, my point is, HR is very... It's very difficult and it's it's unknown. The accounting offices usually provide some of it. Your lawyer will provide some of it. Uh, and sometimes like uh, a payroll service will want to help you with it. But there are a lot of questions as a small business owner on the policies and procedures and what you should do and when is it acceptable to let somebody go and sure. what questions can you ask during an interview process. And yeah. And it, and it keeps evolving, and, and even in the last eight years, the amount of things coming at the uh, HR and for business owners, it's just been a, an enormous amount of regulations and new rules and all those things. Yeah. The, the latest that's coming at us is, of course, the FLSA change um, that's, that's coming up on December 1st. So. Right. Well, we'll see how long that lasts with yeah, the exactly. administration sure. in place. Yeah. We hope not very long, but either way, we still have yeah. to deal with it on January 1. Yeah, right? yeah. And, well, and December, just, uh, December 1, actually. December 1, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah well, the effective uh, date. And just for our listeners who may not be familiar, yeah. go ahead and you can Yeah, and I'll, I'll just mention I, I did a um, uh, seminar down in Bluffton at the Bluffton Chamber of Commerce with over, uh, over 50 uh, business owners just in, the list, in this last month, helping them prepare for that. But basically the fair labor standards act has changed under the department of labor and they're basically saying that um um uh the what was established for years and years ago is a threshold of how we determine if someone is salaried versus hourly uh whether they're eligible for overtime that number is now changing and so um, and and all of a sudden they're moving that number to four, uh, 47 47,000 dollars uh, yeah 47,496 I believe it okay. is I might be off a little bit there but but basically everybody that used to make uh, approximately 23 uh, five, um, uh, or less was eligible for overtime. Right. And now that that number has moved up to 47, anybody that's now making less than 47 is now uh, possibly eligible for overtime. Right. And so that's a huge... Well, it adds so much complication. And actually, we were talking about this prior to the show. You mentioned client. I have a couple of clients who are kind of contending with this right sure. now from the from the turnaround side. And, and there, are, um, there are a lot of people, especially in this community, $40,000 is, is a good... Yeah. income. Yeah. Um, you can live a decent life in Fort Wayne, Indiana on $40,000. Yeah. And so it puts these organizations in a position where they either have to you know, raise that person's pay to yep. 47500 yes. which is difficult uh, in many cases, smaller organizations, uh, or yeah. uh, they have to put them on hourly, uh, in which case they're going to start trying to figure out ways to restrict their overtime so the pay doesn't exactly. you know, become something that they can't afford. Um, but when you have these complications because you're not typically, or at least the clients that I'm working with, you're not talking about somebody who sits in the office eight to five. Right? They're involved in events that take them outside the, the community oftentimes, or they overnight stays. And, yep. uh, and how do you account for that with an hourly employee? So the reason they were made salary it, for, for very practical reasons, it wasn't as a means of getting as many hours as possible, as cheaply as possible. Right. It was there are elements of this job that becomes difficult to calculate somebody on an hourly basis. Right? Yes. Somebody who has to go out of town 
um, you know, for a trade show for three days. Sure. How do you pay them hourly? What do you do with the time from dinner till bedtime? And, exactly. You know, those kind and, of things. And even the travel process. And, exactly. And such. But I, the, the, it does not have to be complicated. So for business owners listening that, uh, you know, might be concerned about this new law that's coming, uh, there's uh, 26 states that are challenging it, including the state of Indiana, with right. this change in the, the presidency and such. We'll see what happens with the courts in the next 30 days right. here. But there, There's also pending legislation that was initiated by the National Federation of Independent Business. Yeah, it has cleared absolutely. the House. It's in yep. the hands of the Senate. We'll see if they pass it. We'll see if Obama signs it. And, right? and the president has indicated he will not. Yes. So, uh, But we'll see <laughs> see what happens. But um, I, what I wanted to point out is that it, it might seem complicated. It is a little bit if you don't understand the exempt and non-exempt process or the FLSA right. law. It isn't. There are five different options that I shared, and I won't go into those right now, but there's five ways that you can kind of work around this and not have to make major changes to your business structure and, and how you pay your employees. So give me a call if that's uh, and, of interest. And, and only so, supporting you know. the notion of uh, the value of somebody from the outside bringing these HR things, right? Exactly. So, so your exactly. services, sure. say, if sure. you said, give me a call, go ahead and yeah. give them your number. Yeah, it's 416-3404. 416-3404. Yeah, 260. Yeah, located here in Fort Wayne. And so. that's uh, Tom Harris. Yep. So, and do you have a website? But, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, the website is uh, actioncoach.com slash Tom Harris. So and Tom can, Harris is spelled exactly as you would guess it to be spelled. Exactly. Okay. Yes, very <laughs> so. good. But that's the, the Harris Human Resources side. But I decided that, you know, um, I've done the HR thing for 25 years, pretty good at it, and I'm about as certified as you can get. Now, all kinds of certifications in that field. But um, I decided to expand and, and help business owners. And so I joined Action Coach uh, a little over two years ago and ultimately uh, – uh, hundreds of hours of trainings and uh, with the uh, MBA background and numerous years of experience in helping uh, business owners um, have been able to uh, move into helping business owners. And I'm uh, thrilled to death to do that. I've been doing that now for a couple of years with seminars, individual coaching, group coaching, a variety of ways to help business owners. Yeah. So. Well, you, and you said you talked about your certifications. I'm just noticed you have 18 letters after your name. <laughs> Alphabet soup. Your, or something like your that. Uh, yeah. business so. card needs an extension. Absolutely. I've been blessed. It's it's been uh, and and the latest is with the uh, John Maxwell uh, team. So I do. Uh, if you're familiar with John Maxwell, yes. and I'm certified as a trainer with the John Maxwell Group. So oh, very good. Yeah, and just enjoy uh, setting visions for business owners and individuals to set those visions and make them happen. Um, and that's a little bit how I got into Action Coach, maybe. So. so, Tom, most of our listeners, you know, they don't understand what Maxwell is. And uh, sure. and they barely understand, and I, I'm, I'm one of the listeners, barely understand what coaching means. Yeah. So could you explain in, in more in-depth on what it means when you go in and you coach a business. Sure. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes that word coaching uh, throws uh, folks off. Ultimately, uh, I don't know your business, um, and you know your business. You started your own business with the passion and the drive to, to – um, be successful maybe with the the particular service or product that you you deal with yeah but it, it, i'm sorry to interrupt no, you no, but, but just yeah. as, as way an example right so i i own printing companies and, sure. and i we were talking off uh, during the break there a little bit but there's nothing you can tell me about printing right there's very little you can tell me about printing companies and right I, i'm yep. the expert in this i've done it for 25 years yeah uh, and i think maybe that's part of the mindset that small business owners get in and why they're maybe a little reluctant to accept some coaching sure right 
Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's uh, I, I may not know your business and chances are I don't um, know the details of your business, but I do know how to run good business. Right. And I do know how to help you grow your business. And uh, we've been trained with over 300 different techniques on how to grow your business and how to help you as a business owner grow. And that's the exciting part because ultimately the visions that you have for your business, the goals that you have for your business, uh, we help to clarify those, set those up in a pattern that makes sure that uh, you reach the, the, the goals that you have, the dreams that you have. Uh, one of our uh, philosophies at Action Coach is to, to work more on your business than work in your business. And, and for business owners and small business owners, that's pretty difficult. That's not, not an easy uh, feat. And, a lot of times a business owner gets into it and finds out that all that other stuff uh, starts to roll over them a little bit. Right. And, and as the business becomes successful, more and more stuff just rolls over. And all of a sudden, they're not running the business. The business is now running them. And our goal is to get that turned around and develop systems and processes and teach that business owner techniques to be able to run uh, their own business and, and grow their own personal lives uh, to achieve the dreams that they have even outside of their business. Um, right, so, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point as well yeah. because some yeah. people do get caught up in the, the business side that they forget exactly what they're trying to get out of it. Sure. <laughs> and so. when, when I talk to business owners that are doing, you know, the 80 and 90-hour uh, weeks. Right. Um, oh, but they love it. They love it, but <laughs> but when I've talked to them, and, I, and, and Mark, I've talked to business owners uh, that, that begin to tear up and yeah. ask themselves, what happened? Right. Uh, when, right. I, when I started this business, that wasn't the plan. Yeah. I wanted this business to be able to open up opportunities to do things for my family, exactly. for my life. That was the point I was Yeah, making, right? so exactly. Because yeah. so many times you do find people that they talk about how they love the fact that, you know, I work 70 hours a week, but I love what I do. Therefore, it doesn't feel like work, which is a, a nice thing to say. Yes. But talk to business yep. owners who work 25 hours a week and spend 80 hours a week doing things that they really want to do. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and they tend to be a little happier. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it's about it's about balance and and really what you want to do. Uh, yeah. You know. But but when but when that business starts to run over business owners, it gives me uh, great satisfaction to be able to help them kind of put that in alignment to what they really want to do with their lives and right. the success of their business. So. Well, and I would also make the argument again, uh, you know, twenty years in turnaround work uh, that I do because. I get financially distressed people who come to me and I, I run into the same conversation that we talked about is, you know, you don't know my business and, and that's absolutely true, but yeah. I can tell when you're failing, right. regardless of what business that exactly. you're in, and yeah. I can give you some remedies to that problem. Um, but what you talk about is the precursor to them calling me. Exactly. And that is when your business starts to run you, yes. you know, that's the precursor to financial distress. Exactly. And, and it's yeah. only a matter of time usually. Yes. Right? People, yeah. And people can go a very long time yeah. with their business running them, but but sooner or later there is this element of financial distress because they fail to plan. Exactly. Right? Yeah. In the midst of that. And they don't right? they don't know some of the techniques that we try to exactly. teach. And 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 uh, there's uh, hundreds of different techniques, but you know, one of those is just having a leads funnel, a process where you've got a system set up that you've got ongoing business coming at you. And then, you know, we do a marketing uh, 10 by 10, we call it a 10 by 10 uh, marketing matrix where we, we come up with 10 different strategies, each of those having 10 different techniques. And so you literally have a page filled with over 100 different ways that you can grow your business. Now, we know as business owners, you can't do 100, obviously. Right. So what we try to do is prioritize those and get those down to 
two or three and then measure the success of implementing those changes and, and some of those marketing techniques. And at Action Coach, we believe in measuring everything, and we, we love to set those plans and then actually measure for the business owner. So, But again, uh, I don't know their business, but I know numbers of, of ways to help you grow your business. And, uh, yeah. and, and that's been satisfying throughout the process. Sure, so. sure. And it, and it kind of goes back to that conversation we just had about HR. Again, you know, People don't start businesses based on their, you know, their skill set of things that are outside, yeah. right? Of, yeah. Of, yeah. So if you open an ice cream store, it's because you're into the ice cream, right? right? Not into the HR and the accounting yeah. and the and the other things. And yeah. so, um, it, I think when you talk to business owners from that perspective, it makes it a little easier for them to understand and accept. Exactly. Maybe there's some outside help that. Yeah. That, and, and one of the things we do at Action Coach is we guarantee our, our service, um, and that's one of the techniques. So, you know, as a business owner, do you guarantee your work? Um, and we do right. guarantee our work. And so uh, we basically say that within a 17-week period, we will find the, the fee. That And by the way, one of the things we also say is that our coaching is free. Uh, there's an upfront cost that you have to pay, but ultimately we'll find ways to grow your business to be able to pay for that coaching. Right. And so, yeah. So. Good. Well, it's a great time for us to take a break. You're listening to Your Business Matters on here on WHNH 101.3 FM. I'm your host, Mark Hager. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Your Business Matters here on WHNH 101.3 FM. Thank you for spending some of your day with us today. I'm your host, Mark Hager. My co-host this week is David Heltzel. Our guest is Tom Harris from Action Coach. And before the break, we were talking about... Uh, we were discussing the expertise that you can bring in that a business owner may not have because of the line of business that they that they enter. Yeah, so the the vast majority of small business owners that are listening to this would definitely benefit from your service. Uh, we work hard at our business, and you know we know our business. I wouldn't expect you to come in and tell me how to hem pants. You know, I have a tailoring shop. Despa's tailoring. But one one thing that we face is custom clothing. People are afraid to ask, you know, the, how much that is. And, you know, I'm sure business owners who would benefit from this but are a little nervous about the price, you know, is it going to cost me two grand to sit down and talk to you? And uh, But I understand you have a... Uh, like an introductory pack, a learning package. Is that correct? Yeah, and Dave, and in fact, we've got um, a variety of ways to help businesses in all sizes, uh, all sizes of the business, from the individual to a, a larger uh, business. But um, we do this uh, a number of different ways. First of all, they can simply call my office at 416-3404, 416-3404. And that's area code 260 for thank if you're you. outside the area. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yep. And simply call and, and ask and, and talk to us a little bit about the need just to sit down and talk. And we do what we refer to as a free uh, diag, free diagnostic is really what that stands for. And we spend a, a two hour period just learning a little bit about your business and um, in getting prepped and ready for that, we bring to the table numerous ways that you can uh, continue to grow uh, personally and professionally and, and your business at no cost. So that's a, a free uh, diagnostic. Uh, another opportunity for business owners is um, a luncheon that we um, 
a seminar that we do on a um, uh, two times a month. We try to do those uh, both in Fort Wayne and also surrounding counties. Um, and that's called Six Steps to a Better Business. And uh, that process is an hour and a half. Uh, starts at um, 11.30 until 1 p.m. And we've got one coming up in Kendallville. Um, in fact, the Kendallville Chamber of Commerce on November 29th um, at 11.30 till 1 at the American Legion. And, um, and you can contact the Kendallville Chamber of Commerce for more information or my office. Uh, but also uh, we have those uh, in the Fort Wayne area and we have one coming up on Tuesday, November 15th. And we try to have those a couple times a month, both here in Fort Wayne and also other locations. But that's free. And for that hour and a half, you'll walk away with some ideas on how to grow your business and also understand the benefits of what we can bring to the table and how we can help you with your, uh, your business. Um, that's that's one and then another program and we do offer a variety of both individual coaching opportunities but also group coaching and a group coaching another one that we do is called business boot camp and that's uh, being offered on friday november 18th and that price is just 189 189 dollars for a four-hour period and you walk away with a number of different ways to improve your business. And we talked uh, talked a little bit ago about the marketing matrix. You walk away with some ideas on how to improve your marketing, uh, ways to watch a six-week cash flow process. How do you do that? What's your process on six-week cash flow? Um, and um, uh, ways to look at uh, improving your leads uh, funnel system, your sales process. What is your four or five step sales process? And just a number of techniques in a four hour period. And we call it a boot camp because it moves pretty quick. And uh, but right. you'll walk away with things in hand. But that's only for $189. A growth club is another program that we do it on a quarterly basis. And four times a year, we get together and sit down and plan your next 90 days. And that's another one that uh, is, is uh, relatively inexpensive at $7.95 for the year or about $200 per session. Uh, but we spend the entire day with you talking about what you're going to do in the next 90 days. And uh, both in terms of your own personal time uh, as a business owner, how much time, where do you spend your time? Uh, are you focused on that lead process? Uh, how can you improve your profit margins in, in a number of different ways? So, so the Growth Club, uh, Business Boot Camp, six, uh, six Steps to a Better Business, um, and a free diagnostic, all those are opportunities to engage and work with uh, business owners in this area. So. All right. Lots of good opportunity there yeah. to uh, get to know you a little bit without breaking the bank. Exactly. Right, so exactly. So, yeah. I think I, I, back to your point, David, it, if you've never hired a coach or you've never hired a consultant, you really have no idea what it might cost. And you, know, you may have an unrealistic idea of the cost. I mean, a lot of people think that it's just automatically expensive. And yeah. Um, yeah. there are some great opportunities there. To, to learn some things. That's a lot cheaper than some of the things they might do within their industry in terms of trade shows. Exactly. You know, weekend um, training programs and things like that that are available within your specific industry sometimes, which are very helpful and very useful, but um, mm -hmm. not bringing the expertise that, that you're offering through these programs. Yep. Absolutely. And Mark, another opportunity for uh, business owners and Dave is that um, the individual coaching is uh, uh, one of the major pieces that we offer for business owners. Sometimes business owners don't want to sit in a room with other business owners and kind of 
share all the concerns that they have. So obviously the individual right. coaching is our primary uh, product that we sell and, and provide to uh, business owners. But those individual opportunities can happen on a weekly basis. Uh, we help business owners. We can also meet with them twice a month or just even uh, on a monthly basis. So, um, so you kind of custom design a package. Exactly. Point, what right? their needs so. are and, and maybe the scope, size of their uh, business as well. Right. So. Okay. So we refer to that as a bespoke product, David? Is that in the tailoring industry, is that? That is correct. Okay. I just want to make sure I was using the word right. So mm -hmm. My trips to England, I'm learning something. So Everybody, uh, everybody wants to steal the tailoring joke and the advertising. We're tailoring this to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, we That's mine. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Call it. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so we talk about all the different packages available in individual and group. And uh, what about the business life cycle? I mean, where does it make the most sense for somebody to contact you? Are we talking about, you know, startups? Or are we talking about somebody who, you know, uh, gets into financial distress, in which case they should call me and not you? Um, you know, generational transitions. I mean, is there a point at which it makes the most sense for somebody to contact you? Um, I, I think there's a number of different opportunities, and, and some of those um, that we try to help with are businesses that are have been successful, that are successful, that simply want to take it up a notch. Yeah. They're, they're ready to grow. They, they've been at a certain plateau for a while, right. and they know they need to do something different. They know they may need to implement a new system, challenge themselves, have a better vision, uh, and they want to grow a little bit. And that, that's probably their best uh, opportunity to help a business. Although uh, even the uh, business boot camp that we offer at the, the Nick Center, which is Northeast Indiana Innovation Center, yes. we are working with uh, uh, young entrepreneurs even in that program that are coming. But that 189 for four hours just to help a business kind of set that vision and gain some of those skills and kind of get moving. Uh, those are good for business owners that may not be there that, that want to gain those techniques and skills, but also right. for those business owners that might be new and um, not necessarily starting up, but maybe just in it for a year or a year and a half something and want to get better at running their business. We want to help them. Sure. So. Okay. Uh, and what about these uh, I mean, the multi-generational types? I mean, somebody is oh, looking sure. towards a transition or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's happening more and more. And, and as, right. the, as the uh, demographics are changing in our, our country, that we're seeing more and more business owners and uh, trying to pass down uh, their business to their, their families or trying to sell their business, uh, we right. can help position that. And, and uh, I've been helping uh, uh, business owners for the last two years, in some cases, move their business to the next generation and such. So, and a lot of things, you know, through family and through systems and processes, if you're getting ready to sell your business or getting ready to transition your business, let's get it polished up. Let's clean it up a little bit. Let's get our systems in place. Right. Before you do that, not only will that add value to your business to be able to sell it for a little bit more, but it'll be a cleaner transition and help that buyer get That's off right. to a better start right. if we can do those things for you. Yeah. And so, many, so much of the time uh, we talk about uh, people are preparing their business, uh, they look at it just from the financial standpoint, yeah, right? And not sure. the operational side where exactly. you say, look, you know, we need to, there, there's a transfer of assets, of course, that happens in the sale, but there also needs to be a transfer of knowledge. And th anything we can do to make that transfer of knowledge easier 
and right. more complete yes. helps the next owner and Absolutely. helps the sustainability of the company. There's a good chance if you're selling your business, you're financing part of that, you want them to sure. be successful too. Yeah. Um, your name so. your name may have been on it, your credibility exactly. and your pride of establishing a business, maintaining it, growing it, succeeding in it. You want that to be successful in the future as well. We want to help with that process. Oh, that's great. And having it clean and that helps with the marketability of the business. I looked at a business not too long ago outside of the area and the it was an owner operator and and he handled everything that had to do with the back office he had 15 employees but none of them had any knowledge any working knowledge of the back office and his training period was going to be about three weeks for me and that's just not enough to learn 15 years of information that he had Sure. And there was nobody there to back that up. So the his business, in my mind, wasn't very marketable. Mm-hmm. He needed to have that extra person, the office manager or an assistant manager. Well, he knows how to do it. You know, all this stuff. I'm, yeah, Tom knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. And he'll be here for you. And, but he didn't have that. So I had three weeks to learn everything. And then it was gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the planning of the transition definitely helps in the marketability of your Absolutely. And, and one of the things we do with business owners is, and to help them is to establish systems. And we try to get systems in all areas of their business. And a lot of times they may have a system for production. They might have a system for, for sales or service, but they're lacking systems for even uh, – uh, money mastery and an understanding their financials or maybe they'll have the financials down but then they don't have systems in production down or systems in um, hiring and, and training and, right. and uh, or secession planning uh, what what's your plan in in delegating some of those responsibilities off yourself as a business owner uh, to move that to somebody else what's the process how do you do that how do you train and and uh, all those things so that system development is crucial uh, for a, a great transition but also a great business. Right, right. You know, if if every business owner that needed your service was getting your service, you wouldn't have time to be here at this radio show today. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, absolutely right. Yeah. And, and so many times, the things that you talk about, that this uh, creating these systems or preparing for secession, this is new ground for you know these small business owners and yet it, their first impulse isn't to ask somebody for help it is new ground I, mean, I run into this constantly with businesses that end up in financial distress that they are they're typically somewhat embarrassed uh, that they have to contact me or you know to get this kind of advice and I just kind of always tell them this is territory you've never been I've been here lots of times right I can help you get out of here um, and that tends to you know make them feel a little better, I guess. And, but it is when you've, when you start to go someplace you've never been before, there should be no expectation that you're going to master it. Sure. First step yeah, out. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So. And I, and I've, I've talked to business owners on a weekly basis that want to, you know, and as an example, um, cl- clean the kitchen before you invite uh, somebody over, right? right? Or clean, clean the house before you invite them in. And our goal is to let us help you. Let us get in and we'll help clean this together. Or we'll help improve your business together. You don't have the 
time to clean everything up. And if you did, why wasn't that done a year ago? Right. right? And right, so, right. so let us in now. We'll help you grow. We'll help get the house cleaned or the business improved, if you will. And uh, ultimately, uh, everybody wins. And, and that's, uh, you know, it, it just kind of kills me to drive down the road and see uh, some businesses go out of business that have been here for in this community or any community for years and to see them go out of business. And I just it just kind of kills me to see that because I know that we can provide systems and processes and right. strategies to help them uh, make it. Yeah. So. Well, we also talk about uh, the habituation, right? that, that some of these bad practices just become part of the culture uh, so you know a lot of times business owners will refer to being in a rut yeah <clears throat> but it's it's a really it's just a re- repetition of bad habits that have allowed to become part of the culture mm-hmm. right and we call it habituation because all of a sudden that's how we do it yep. even though it's wrong and yep. everyone acknowledges that it's wrong and so um, you know, a lot of people just benefit from having those fresh eyes come in and say sure. why, why are you doing this this way so well we didn't used to yeah but we got staff in and somebody changed it once and we just never changed it back. So, you know what, let's go back to what you were doing properly or let's find a new way because clearly this isn't the best way. Yeah, and a lot of times business owners begin to look at their business as a job and and we've all been there where it might start out, it feels more like a job than a business, but we try to help business owners understand that uh, the business is a different entity uh, it's it's not a job, and you want to look at it as an entity beyond yourself. Right. And and uh, so think about your business right now. Are you looking at it as a job, or are you looking at it as an entity that you can actually grow it? So, and whether whether you're there or not. So if you take if you take take you know three days off next week, will your business continue to be okay or growing? even though you're not there. And that's where you want to be as a business owner. That's where we want to get you, to be able to to step away from business a little bit and your business keeps growing. Um, And and what's exciting about that is when you can step away from your business, you you begin to think about that next vision of the business, right? right? You can actually begin to create that new future by just getting away from it for a little while. And that's exciting because that's how you really grow, both personally and professionally and and, and for your business. Yeah, I would say, you know, you're not envisioning where your business can be in five years if you're helping a customer right now. Exactly, yeah. That time is being helped. Been being spent helping that customer. Exactly. So it's great. So, well, that is a perfect opportunity for us to take another break. You're listening to Your Business Matters here on WHNH 101.3. I'm your host, Mark Hager. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Your Business Matters. Thanks for listening today. I'm your host, Mark Hager. Our guest today is Tom Harris from Action Coach, and my co host is David Heltzel. Despa's tailoring Wendy's bridal here in Fort Wayne. David, you've been studying over some of the uh, literature that Tom brought. Yeah, Tom brought a lot of literature, which doesn't serve well for radio, but it helps us for sure. Um, one of the things I see here, Tom, is you know, it seems like it's a very complicated procedure, but you have this broken out very nicely, and I, I'm sure all of this is is available if I were to call the four one six thirty four zero four. Uh, so you have six steps for results. And the first one is destination mastery. You have it defined here very well, but can you explain that? Just explain the process that, that if I called you, you know, for that two hour free session, 
what would be the process? Sure, great question. Um, Dave, we, uh, we look at um, businesses at different steps, and, and that first step is uh, business mastery. Uh, and then we try to move businesses into the niche step and then into leverage, team, synergy, and results. And those are the six steps that we use at Action Coach. And by the way, Action Coach, again, is 50 countries, uh, thousands of coaches, largest business coaching network in the world. Um, so we've we've created these and we use these all over the world, these different techniques. But that, that mastery step is, is uh, one of the first steps for business owners to kind of deal with. Um, but by the way, not only do new business owners deal with this, but business owners that have been in business for years deal with this, and we find that all the time. So that's not uncommon. But the mastery step um, kind of focuses on four different areas, is uh, destination, money, time, and delivery. So first, from a destination standpoint, is where does the business owner want to go? Where does the business owner want to be both personally and professionally? And um, how are they growing uh, their own business and such? So we try to understand their values and understand their goals and such, and then get those down on the paper and get that vision established. Uh, and then uh, the money mastery is we're looking at the break-even aspects, the profit reporting. What are business owners, what, what are you doing right now in terms of looking at your financials? And, you know, and it, it does happen that we talk to some business owners that look at that once a year when they hand it over to the accountant. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And what we try to do is systematize that to say, what are you looking at on a daily basis and a weekly basis? And and what should we, you be looking at exactly. on a daily basis? And, and those KPIs, basis. right? So we, we refer to KPIs, which are key performance indicators. And if, if you had to pick right now for a business owner, if they had to pick three or four things to look at their business, what three or four key mm-hmm. performance indicators indicate right. that their business is growing, going okay? Right. And, uh, and so if you can narrow So we're looking at things typically like you know, – their labor their, as a percentage of sales is a very common, very absolutely. simple. Right? Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. If that number starts to creep up, you know you got a problem. Yeah. You've got a productivity absolutely. problem. You've got a sales problem. You got something not working quite the way. I you bet do. if most business owners were honest, they look at if you have to list four indicators, they look at last week's sales yeah. or last month's sales versus last year. Yeah. And I know, but. A lot of business owners probably don't know what that percentage is, what my labor percentage should right. be of sales. Sure. Yeah. And, and a lot of those uh, KPIs that you just referred to are kind of uh, reactive. Uh, yes, right? exactly. So it's the things no that have question. already happened. What we try to mm-hmm. do is start looking at proactive right. things that haven't happened yet that that puts you in a good position for good things to come. And a, and a simple example is the number of leads that a business might get on a weekly basis. You know you have to have 10, 20, 50 leads in order to get 10, 20, or 30 sales. Right. So what do we need to do to generate enough leads coming in to generate mm-hmm. enough sales coming in? So There's proactive versus reactive. Another know. cliche would be, sure. you know, you have to plant the seeds before you can harvest the crops. Beautifully oh, put. Thank yeah. you for that yeah. cliche. <laughs> you can write that down. You can use I, that if you I like. I put that in my big book of business cliches. Thank you for <laughs> contributing to that tome. Yeah, and, and Mark, you know, the scariest KPI. The scariest KPI for me is when someone is checking their bank account today yeah. to see which bills they can pay today. Yes. Right? That, that yeah. is frightening to me, and <laughs> yeah. it's something I run acl- across with clients all the time. I know. It's yeah. like, well, I can't, I can't pay this today because I just checked the bank account. There's not enough money. And yet, and That's yet, not how we're supposed to operate our business. Absolutely. So if you're, I, I'm going to say this. If yeah. you're doing that, yeah. if you're a small business owner and you're listening and you're doing that, 
you need to call somebody. You need to talk to your accountant. Yeah, that would you be call, call Tom, me. Yeah, Tom call Paris me. Yeah. at 416-3404. You can get hold of me, uh, but you need to be in touch with somebody if that is the way you're running your business day to day. Yeah. And, and, uh, and by the way, we also encourage business owners to be looking at their financials uh, more than once a month, right? right. And, and almost day-to-day, what are they doing with their finances and such? But uh, the other two uh, areas of mastery are time. And, and as a business owner, how much time do you spend on, uh, on the business versus in the business? Oh, another cliche um, popped and, up. Thank well, you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now they're sprouting up all over the place. That's a duplicate. We used that earlier. <laughs> yes, we did. I know, yes, but I, we did. I bit my tongue the last time. I'm not going to do that twice in the same show. So. Um, but planning. Hey, there's how, no I in team, by the way. Hey, you know, hey, Mark, we're coming up at the end of the year, right? So, what is the plan for 2017? And I've I've had a number of business owners just in this last week that I've been asking, when are you doing your plan for next year? And they haven't been there. So, yeah. trying to get them focused on, hey, let's make 17 a record year. Well, what do you and, need to do to do that? And so many people, I always find it's always interesting to me because so many people wait until after the first of the year to yes. develop their plan for that year. Which case, mm-hmm. they've already lost a third of the. They year. They should be doing that now, year, right, right now. Need to be doing that yeah. right now, and we can help with Thanks. that through some of these uh, different uh, programs that we offer, right. even through the end of uh, December. And the last one is um, is the delivery, and delivery is as a small business, you want to make sure that you get consistent. Uh, delivery of both product and service. And what happens, we know this, we get busy and all of a sudden our product starts to trip up a little bit or our delivery starts to trip up because all the other stuff that we're trying to do and learn how to do all those things. So uh, so we try to make sure all those things are in line for, for that first step. And by the way, that's the first step for businesses that are kind of getting started. But those steps, as business owners that are listening to your program right now that have been around, they're still dealing with that, right? So right. businesses that have right. been around for a while still deal with those things, and we help them at all stages. Well, sure, because what we find so many times is they have a pretty solid plan when they start, and then they kind of they feel like that plan is something they do occasionally. Once yes. a year, once every few years, once every... And, exactly. And we know that's supposed to be a dynamic document that changes as the business continues to grow and move forward. And yeah. we're looking back, right, some feedback loop that gives us the opportunity to say, you know, I did the things I wanted to do, or I failed to do this one thing that I hope to do, and yeah. understand the reasons for that. So yeah. Yeah. so that planning price process is supposed to be an iterative process, a dynamic process that is constantly receiving feedback, yep. being reviewed. And, and, and a challenge for business owners out there, make 17 a record year. I just uh, that that's that ought to be something. If, if you're interested in growing your business, let's do that. Well, and, I like that. And, I yeah. like throwing that challenge yep. out, especially yep. right now when there's still time to do something about it. Yep. So and if somebody is going to take you up on that challenge, and they're going to give you a call, and how are they going to get a hold of you? Yeah, again, that phone number is 416-3404. The other opportunity is a business checkup, and, and that's available on my website. So if you okay. want to go to the website at actioncoach.com slash Tom Harris, and on that website, you'll see a business checkup process, and we'll ask you a number of questions and kind of give you an evaluation on how you're doing in some of those areas. And no cost, it's an opportunity to talk further, and uh, you can send me an email from that website or give us a call at the office, and we'll get something set up. That's great. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being here. We've come to the end of another show. Appreciate your time. We, thank you. We certainly also appreciate your service to the community oh, uh, for a long time. and. Uh, currently as a county councilman. We're very appreciative of that. And excited to see uh, Allen County, one of the best places to put a business, by the way. And, Absolutely. And, uh, both in the state, the Midwest, and the nation, and we're continuing in that uh, pursuit. So I'm, I'm doing that on a personal uh, basis, but, uh, but uh, privileged to be able to do that for the community as well. That's great. David, thank you for being here. 
It was very knowledgeable today. It was, it was a very we got a good uh, show learning. Today. Yeah, absolutely. Learning. We certainly want to say thank you to all everybody listening, whether you're listening on WHNH 101.3 in New Haven or you've picked us up on iTunes. We appreciate your time. And we look forward to talking to you again soon because your business matters.